Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, this is Jack Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? Thanks for coming back, as always. uh, Listen guys, we got a streak going. I like it. I'm very happy about it. It's the Cal Ripken of podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, Cy Amundsen. Hey guys, I'm just here trying to gain Chad's approval by having a nice setup for the podcast, and I can't get it fucking right. No, you can't. Hey, listen, I've been in a little grumpy mood lately. I'll tell no, you why. Mike Cronin, on. friend slash enemy of the show, sure. texted me and he was like, hey, uh, may, could you breathe closer to your microphone? And I'm like, listen, I'm busy. I'm zoning out into stories, trying to listen to people, making sure they feel like I'm tuned in and present. So I'm sorry if I can't concentrate on my fucking whistling nostril so close to a piece of equipment that makes amplified sound, you fucking twit. Now listen, something else. You know what I think? I think it was Mike Cronin breathing while listening, and it sounded (laughs) funny because he had headphones on, like he was underwater, you piece of shit. He does have asthma. He does have asthma. He was in an asthma study. Guarantee he has asthma. He also looks like he should be in an asthma study. He looks like he should be in a ton of studies. Listen, here's why I'm fired up. I love buffalo shrimp on a level that is unhealthy, right? We talked about you, uh, what you like to put in your shakes, right? Yeah, before the show. your smoothies? Yeah. Yeah, before the show. And I didn't tell you how I like to form my body is with buffalo shrimp. I love it on a level, it's just, it's not good. So I call the other day to a restaurant that has buffalo shrimp. I may or may not have had a problem, not I may or may not have had a problem with this uh, restaurant in the past. Okay. So I call, I order. I order two sandwiches with fries and some buffalo shrimp, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, this is not just all for me, just so you know. Okay. So I get there, pay for it, take the things out. There's There are three little styrofoam to-go boxes. I call them okay? earth killers. Yeah, go on. Earth killers, the three earth killers. <laughs> So in my head, and and I ordered both blue cheese and ranch with my buffalo shrimp. Mm. Okay? So both of those. So I look in there. I have three earth killers, which makes sense. Two sandwiches and fries, mm-hmm. buffalo shrimp. One, two, three earth killers. Plus, I have blue cheese 
and I have a side of ranch in there. Perfect. So I drive home 15 minutes and I get there and what they have done is they have put a sandwich and fries in one earth killer, Mm -hmm. just a sandwich in another (laughs) earth killer and fries in the third earth killer. So my fuck, have you ever seen a cartoon when like a horns come out of the ear, steam and horns, and their eyes poke out? That's exactly what fucking happened. I snapped. Like when a cartoon fox wants to fuck, that's what happened to your head. Yes, I just exploded. And so I call and I go, hey, listen, I just ordered this. You guys didn't put in the buffalo shrimp. Can you please take it off my credit card? So then I then I proceed to answer 10 minutes worth of questions. And then she goes, I better get my manager. I don't know how to do this. I'm like, okay, Ooh. gets the manager. I have to re-answer all of those 10 minutes of questions. And so... Then the manager says, well, it wasn't even on the ticket. Great news. Buffalo shrimp wasn't on the ticket. We don't, it's great. We don't even have to figure out how to, how to put it back on your credit card. I go, it's fucking great. What do you mean it's great? I'm sitting here with three people and I have two meals. Don't tell me this is great. And I know whose meal is missing. Yes. Fucking Captain Chubbs over here is, and plus I'm hangry. I'm super hangry. And so... Then she goes, well, the, the girl that took the order said that you didn't confirm the buffalo shrimp. I was like, yes, I did. They read the whole order back to me, and I confirmed it. I was going to say, how the fuck do you confirm an order? Don't you order that shit, and then they make it? Like, how do you confirm it? Oh, I swear, I, honest, honest to Christ, I have the worst, worst luck at restaurants because that's, that's exactly what I said. I go, so after I order... And it's read back to me. Then I need to confirm. Hey, you know when I said yes to the buffalo shrimp? I'm confirming that. So yeah. you can click the button. Also, I've worked at a restaurant. I know for a fucking fact, you don't go in and type in a side of blue cheese and a side of ranch just. You order the buffalo shrimp. Then you hit add blue cheese add blue on cheese, the same yep. screen. Add ranch. And so I'm like, are you fucking blaming me for this? Saying I didn't confirm it? And she's like, no, no, no. I mean, but the ranch and the blue cheese, I go, no, this is hor-. I just, I go, all I want is for someone to say, sorry, you don't get to eat. That's what it came down to. Yeah. I was yeah. so pissed off. I was like, just say, sorry, I don't get to eat. It was, I was so fucking livid about just the, well, you, no confirmation was made. I seriously, you know, what I did. I went immediately, ran off my dock and jumped in the lake and swam pretty far. (laughs) Pretty far to get the steam out. Yeah, you just go out into the middle and then decide if you're going to come back. (laughs) Exactly. And I'll tell you this. It felt good to have a chat in private moment instead of a chat in public moment. I really enjoy calling people over the phone now. It's way better. You know, I I don't want to turn this into a uh, us discussing the merits of society and how we've wound up in the place we're in but we sure have gotten to a place where people do not want to accept any sort of blame even in situations where like in that situation to just go oh we're really sorry about that you know we'll we'll get it like now now granted there are a plethora of twats out there who that apology sure. and maybe it's the it's the twat plethora that have created this unwillingness to apologize right. but 
We sure are at a place where somebody could like fucking fling a door shut and break your nose, and you'd be like, "Did did you not see me behind you?" And they'd be like, "We can, you shouldn't walk that close to people. No one shouldn't have been go, standing there. Yeah, should, shouldn't have been standing why, there. Why are you coming in the door so fast? Like, just fucking say I can't sorry, trust, man. Yeah, I can't trust a human being that cannot admit they messed up. That drives me so crazy. There is a narcissism buried deep inside of that. Now, on the other hand, I'm glad you brought that up because I went, well, some, one time I was working at Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana, great room. And then we went out to eat and it's like a, a college bar because it's a college town. Mm-hmm. We have this college server. Our two, two entrees don't come out forever. And there's like eight of us. And finally, this guy comes over, again, college age kid, and he goes, you guys, I am so sorry. I forgot to put in those two entrees. I wrote it on a second sheet and I didn't I didn't see them when I was putting in the order. And I one of the entrees was mine, but I tipped him extra because okay. I was like, thank you. The buck stops here. Thank you for taking responsibility for something instead of going, oh, the cook didn't see it or the slip drop. Oh, and that's I mean, what happens all the time. All yeah, of course it fucking does. like Male, woman, whatever gender they are, but these fucking bimbo servers who I've cooked and they fucking walk their tits and dick out to the table trying to get a tip and they fuck something up. I worked at an outdoor bar and grill, which it was like a fuck. It was like a Jimmy Buffett nightmare. And these like 19 year old, like hot blonde Baywatch style fucking servers would swing yep. their goods out to the table, fucking order up because they're not good at anything. And then they'd go, ah, hey, the cooks forgot to make your burger. But it's not like a normal restaurant where we're hidden back with the rest of the sloth people. We were on display. So they would lie and then people and their families would just stare at us like we fucked up their night out when we almost never did. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, listen, you want me to listen to your opinion on vaccinations? Fucking get my phone order right. Because that's where it starts. That's where me trusting you starts. And also, you don't give me a grilled cheese. You don't give me a hot dog. I can walk it off. But buffalo shrimp? Fucking shame on you. Shame on you. Also, can I say something? Sure. Your hair looks amazing today. Hey, thank you. I combed it today. I can No, I can tell. It looks very nice. We're frontal right now, which is where it yeah. looks very nice. And if I turn Full to the frontal. side, you can tell that Jenna actually cut my hair because I look like a 14-year-old at a farm <laughs> wedding. But right now, like straight on. And the reason, so we're, this neighborhood we're in is, it's just got a lot of professionals. Like we're close to Procter and Gamble. And so there's, sure. a, there's yeah. like a lot of professionals and they all... You know, you see people walk in their fucking labradoodle in like a suit after work. And you're like, well, fucking A, I'm going to have to put my chest hair away. Like, Can I tell you something about Procter & Gamble? So it's in Ohio. I know that because Josh Sneed and Greg Warren, both amazing comedians. Greg Warren has a brand new album out you can check out. Um, they both worked for Procter & Gamble. And comedy is so fun and such an interesting opportunity that they both quit high Procter and Gamble, high paying jobs to go into comedy. That's that's why I know it's uh, in your neighborhood. I also love uh, Greg Warren, but it I would assume they also quit because they didn't want to be a 48 year old man walking a Labradoodle in a suit at 630 p.m. 
that might sure. have had something to do. But I do. I feel pretty self-conscious and nice people. These are all nice people. But I, and I'm I'm used to being the bundle of garbage. Like I don't have a problem with that. I'm used to that. But I feel I sure. I felt weirdly self-conscious. So I did. I put. I it's kind of got a greaser look to it. My hair, but it's dry. I look like if a like if a Swedish kid saw you know like a John Travolta movie for the first time. It's I think it's a good look. You look yeah when Greece finally made it to the Scandinavia. Sweden. Yeah, that's what you look. Um, well, how do you feel about a forty-six-year-old man walking a golden doodle in a hoodie at any time during the day? That makes a lot of sense to me. Okay, thank you. I have you ever. So, you know, we know people, I was thinking about this as I was walking this neighborhood, because it's, it's not like a crazy neighborhood or anything. It's just a nice middle-class neighborhood. But I was, do you ever, have you ever been inside somebody who's really rich? Yeah. Like, you know, we know people like, oh, they're a, they're a high-powered lawyer or they're a partner at this insurance. Like, so they make like five, 600000 which is an insane amount of money, you know? Sure. But they have a nice it house. Is. But I'm talking like, you walk in and you're like, oh, these people's grandkids' grandkids don't have to worry about shit. Do you know anybody like that? Have you ever been in a Garth Brooks. <laughs> oh, no. I've not, I, I mean, I know of him. I don't know him personally. Have you, have, you, have you ever been in a home like that? I have been in a home like that where you, where you walk around and you're like, oh, this, oh this, is where the, this is the cardio room. The weight room was over there. This is the cardio room. Okay. I got it. Oh, right, right. So you sauna here. And then you steam room down the hall. Ten four. And don't don't put the sauna the sauna towels in the steam room. Got it. No sauna towels in sauna mm-hmm. towels. What's happening to me? Sauna towels. Hey. Actually, sauna towels sounds a lot like a Swedish kid that just watched Grease Lightning. <laughs> so, I this summer. So, and I know it's Grease, by the way. Okay, go ahead. I'm we sorry. have you know this person I'm going to talk about. I'm not going to give out their name. Oh, I'm going to guess then. Please don't. So <laughs> they, a friend of mine is quite wealthy. Like his family is quite wealthy. And sure. uh, I'd always kind of known that. But you, you, you wouldn't know by spending time with him. Chad Daniels. It's Chad Daniels, yeah. Yes! It's actually your dad, believe it or not. I do believe it. I choose to believe that. And my mom, because he paid child support every month on time. So, my friend, uh, you you can never tell. Wonderful person. Sometimes money reeks on people. Um, Uh Like when I was going to, when I was coaching, uh, when I first came up to the Twin Cities, I was coaching basketball in a school district that had a lot of money. And I remember there was a kid who had like a a fuck, like a drove a Porsche to school. I was like, what is this? Wow. Yeah. This is a Heath Ledger movie. What was that? Ten things I hate about you. Or like, this is where your fucking prom's at. Like it was, and he, I think it was a Porsche, but he crashed his vehicle, and his dad replaced it within a couple weeks. And I was like, I went to a school where I was like, you see, Jimmy got the nicest car in school. He's got a a Honda Civic. Like we, you know, <laughs> yeah. we didn't a Jeep Wrangler. God Bolly, what's he on the town? And the, it just says wrangle because the R is worn off. Yeah. Looks good. Yeah. Jeep wrangle. Yeah. He got he got the full wrangle. That's better than Billy's Jeep rang. And <laughs> so anyway, I got uh, I've been invited over to their house 
and it, it was like that where I walked in and I you almost there's that level of decoration that I gotta interrupt you I gotta interrupt you I just remembered something there was a kid in my high school who drove a Ford pickup his last name was Zulsdorf and so he took the Zulsdorf Zulsdorf very German yes he took the F and the D off of Ford and switched them, so he drove a fucking Dorf. It was the coolest thing in the world, and I just remembered. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but we'd we'd pull up behind him and just be like, "Fucking Dorf's here!" That was great. <laughs> that is great. I'm gonna do that to my dad's truck. <laughs> so I got invited over, and there's that level of decor where you know if you grew up normal you don't even understand it you're like does that picture frame have a picture frame what's happening here they got they just have like in their living room there's a big cabinet full of plates you're like ain't them for eating but each of them you could buy a new house with that sort of shit yeah you're sitting on the couch and they're like dinner's ready and you start to stand up and they're like no 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 please sit and seven shirtless men come out and lift the couch and bring you to the table pretty great (laughs) And this is the type of people that these are. Like, this is the wonderful type of humans these are. So I, when my body got really shitty, it it got really hard to spend any time away from home, like to go on any sort of trip. So even if it was up north to like visit you, you'd have to get in the car for two and a half hours. You'd have to sleep somewhere else and you'd have to get in the car back home. It would just really fuck up my, my body for a while. And the thing that I care outside of the humans in my life about the most is uh, the lake. Uh, you know, my yes. parents were teachers, and in the summertime, they ran, ran a small resort. They still live there. There's nothing that I love more than being near the water in Minnesota in the summertime. And yeah. my friend's family, they live on water. I'm not, I think they own the water. And... <laughs> They were away for a weekend, so my buddy was like, I was just talking about how bummed out I was that I wasn't going up to the lake. He's like, just go go stop over, go hang out on the dock, sit by the water for a while. And I was like, you're a fucking prince, man. And so <laughs> I show up, and I pull into their Billy Madison-style circle driveway, and I park my Volkswagen Tourig with the Mountains Are Calling sticker and the broken mirror. Uh-huh. Yep. And I get out of it and I saunter down the lawn and onto the dock. And this was the whole trip. I walk down onto the dock. I get to the end of the dock. They have a boat lift that's apparently run by a solar panel and a boat. And I didn't know it was run by a solar panel um, because I got to the end of the dock. I literally, I took this deep breath. I was like, (gasps) and like, I like this sense of calm came over me. And I leaned over and put my hand on the boat lift, and that solar panel shocked the living fuck out of my hand. <laughs> and then I, I just turned around and body gimped my way back up into my Touring and took off. How relaxing. Dude, and I, I just imagine somebody like... Because there was, it was a summer day. There were people out on both of the neighboring properties. I imagine somebody relaying that message to my friend's parents. Like, hey, I know you guys were gone this weekend. I just want to let you know there was a streetwalker 
that you might have to be prepared for a lawsuit because he, you know, grundled his way out onto your dock. And I think he intentionally electrocuted himself. I love when you tell the story, you were sauntering. But when the neighbor tells it, you were grundling. I yeah. love that all so much. Just two different perspectives. You think it's going great. And he's like, what the fuck's going on here? Well, just imagine if you have that sort of wealth on those sort of properties, you know who lives next to you. And then absolutely. And, and then all of a sudden you see this adult man in clothes that look like that he just look I just look like trash at that point, right? I'm wearing because right. I'm on I'm wearing my comfy clothes, right? My shoulders are bothering me. I have this hoodie yeah. I love that it looks like I've had for 3000 years. You've seen it. Yeah. yeah and I so have. And my hair certainly didn't look as good as it looks right now. And I just, eh, the water, eh. and then I just electrocute the living fuck out of my hand and go home. I could just see the, the husband looking out the curtains and finally just yells back, excuse me, Sarah Becca, the neighbors got new help. Watching you just grundle slash saunter on your way down to the boat lift. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Speaking of hair, I make fun of your hats every week. You have a yeah. you have a Cubs hat on this week. I haven't I seen your hair in a hundred years. Yeah, what's it's, it, uh, is it, what's, is it? What's it look like right now? You got a slick to it? Is it short? It's bright white, and okay. you're not supposed to wear white after Labor Day, so sure. I'm wearing hats. Uh, but I do have a Cubs hat on. I'd love to tell you a story about it. Okay. I went to uh, Chicago. Okay. with My friend Darren and Ryan. It was Ryan's birthday, and so we went. We took a midweek trip. Jeepers, now, do... speaking of fucking white, Darren, Ryan, and Chad head to Chicago. <laughs> Did you and meet we a... went to see and we went to see Better Than Ezra, Tonic, and Collective Soul. So yeah. Did I you get meet it. up did you meet up with Heather and Teresa and do some fucking shotskis while you were there? <laughs> yeah, we did. Smart Dude. ass. Uh Collective Soul. What's the And I walked up Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. 
Who sings and the Who sings the And I walked upon high and I same collective to soul. The edge. I remember collective soul. I remember being a kid and hearing that song and like very distinctly because you know I have older siblings. Yep. I had I was I heard the song and I found it this is like LimeWire like I stole it or something like I was a 12 or 13 year old kid figured out how to download songs. I was like this is music and my brother Jess walked into the room and he's like, why are you listen to this bullshit? And then just left. <laughs> I felt so cool and then so uncool in very consecutive moments. <laughs> yeah, man, it was a blast. So we get off, we get off the plane and we're hanging out at O'Hare waiting for our Uber. And behind us, there are a bunch of musicians. And I go, uh, well, someone said, I guarantee they're on the show. Right. So it ends up it's tonic, the band that's opening the concert that we're going to that night. So we we get to the hotel, first of all, and the guy goes we go, hey, can we leave our bags if there's no rooms ready? And he goes, we don't take bags here. And I'm like at the hotel. So now I go, gentlemen, I don't have a lot of expertise except staying at hotels. I've done it over thousands of times. So I'll handle this. So I go, uh. I start, you know, saying like, there's no way you don't have a bag drop. That's ridiculous. I go, if we weren't staying here, that would be one thing. But we have a reservation. He can show you an ID. Let us drop our bags. He goes, we don't have room. I go, how about behind the, what are you doing back there? Some P90X? We could just put them right in that corner behind the desk. How about that? I go, we're not going to walk around till 3.30 with our bags. We're going to be going all over the place. And uh, I go, how about this then? I go, can you cancel a reservation with no fee? And he just looked me dead in the eye and he goes, Yep. <laughs> so then we didn't have a hotel. <laughs> you big dicked your way into no hotel room. Yeah. So I'm turning around telling these guys like, I got it. Relax. And then I now we don't have a hotel. That's how much I had it. So we end up finding a hotel. It was easier than we thought at first. I started to panic a little bit because I'm like, oh, shit. What did I just do? And so we go to this concert. We're drink- concert is so smart because in the venue, you have to buy a cup to bring any drink in there at all. Any drink, a, a soda pop, a beer, a mixed drink, and it's a $10 cup that you have to. So even above your tickets, you have to, if you want to drink anything, a bottle of water, there's no garbage allowed in the venue. Okay. And then outside, there's a lawn where you can bring every single fucking thing from your house. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> But if you buy tickets to sit inside, no chance. You get you can bring nothing. Outside, everything. It was so crazy because we were walking by these elaborate charcuterie boards and bottles of wine and candles. And people had, they put stakes in around their blanket and they had hanging lights. It was fucking crazy. Now, the difference is you can't see the concert from the lawn. You can only see it when you're sitting. So okay. out on the lawn, you're just listening, enjoying cheese and crackers. Yep. So so that made more sense to me. Then Better Than Ezra came on after Tonic. I don't know who the lead singer of Better Than Ezra is. I can tell you, I think he's funnier than you and I. Really? I was laughing the entire time. And I'm like, this guy's a musician? That sucks. <laughs> because he was so fucking funny and so entertaining. I could not believe it. Isn't that the and worst when you get one of those multi-talented, like 
there's a guy who used to play for the Vikings who I'm buddies with, Ben Lieber, who he yeah. was a professional football player, like, and not a backup. He was a starter. He was a right. He was a, a very, star. I mean, he he made plays and was on ESPN every Sunday. He's a very good professional football player, and then he's just so good as a like a television and radio personality. Yeah. You're like, do you, what do you got a 14 foot dick? Can you play the guitar? Get the fuck away from me. And he's he's handsome. I hate that yeah. shit. One. Yeah, I, I mean, I was looking at this guy and I was like, you can sing, you're funny, you can play an instrument, you're very attractive. I was just like, why don't you end the show by showing us your hairless asshole? <laughs> you dirty punk. So then Collective Soul comes on. He is a crazy entertainer, gets everybody into it. I mean, not funny, but just like entertain, like getting the crowd amped up. On the and entertainer scale, where is he from, like, just so I can really picture the experience from, like, zero to Kid Rock? I think, <laughs> I will tell you this, there were no fireworks and there were no scantily clad women. Okay, so he's about So I put him at about a seven. He's about six, about seven. About seven. Yes, about yeah. six, seven. But he comes out and then they do, uh, since they're from Atlanta, they do This One Goes Out to the One I Love by okay. R.E.M. Yeah. And that's why I was hoarse for about three hours the next morning. The people in front of me might have just been like, how was the concert? And they were like, we couldn't hear it. Because some asshole behind us who was complaining about a $10 cup would not shut his fucking mouth. So, I mean, but anyways. Okay, this is why I brought that whole story up. Okay. Next day, we go to the Cubs game. Now, you know this about me. I have a rule when I go to public sporting events. Mm -hmm. You can... Heckle as much as you want, but there's no cursing. No swear Because there's too words. many yep. there's too many kids around. Yep. So and and you know, I don't care if you're an adult and you bought an expensive ticket. This this is for children. Mm -hmm. Basically. I mean it's it's more for children than adults, certainly. And so we're out there and I'm kind of I, I would it. say I would say it's not as much as it's for children. The way I look at it is children bring their innocence to a sporting event like yeah. they still think athletes are heroes they haven't gone to a college and had a class with like a running back and been like oh this guy's a piece of shit like it's all right. this is all <laughs> right this is all magic to them so far like it, it, sports can also be for adults but the children bring the innocence and magic factor to a sports they don't need you to call joe mauer a cunt because you're unhappy exactly. with your job. Exactly. Um, you know, these kids haven't, like, let's say they haven't gone to a party for a community college in, I don't know, Fergus Falls, Minnesota, and seen a linebacker who almost made All-American eat a potato and then puke on everybody. They haven't seen that stuff. So it's like we have to shield them from that. Yeah, they are, they, they are so young that they haven't enrolled in a really lazy degree like public parks and recreation at the University of Minnesota and got paired with a cornerback on your final project of the one class you needed to graduate and then had that guy leave the school midway through the football season. And when you messaged him to ask him if he would send you his part of the work, he sent you back a Facebook message that said, go fuck yourself, even though you never did anything wrong to him or really even talked to him other than that one time. They haven't experienced that yet. They're more exactly. like 
Patrick exactly. Mahomes is fun. Yeah, I mean, these young kids have never been a beautiful sideline reporter for college football who maybe got too drunk one night, but that is not an excuse to bring her home and sexually assault her as an entire football team and then have the football players' parents call and complain that they didn't get into a bowl game. You heard me, Gophers. They <laughs> they haven't experienced that Yeah, yet. sports are still magic. Exactly. And, so the, I and they should remain magic. Yes, exactly. So what I like to do is I like to research people – and I like to get to know them before a game, okay? So, for example, uh, Ben Gamel is the right fielder for the Pittsburgh Pirates, and that's who we were dealing with that night. He's a young kid. And so that's I just That's where your let him seats know. were near him? Yeah, you're really close to him where he – I mean, he turned around and talked to us several times. Oh, cool. Because he, he, I think he was like, where'd you guys learn how to heckle? A grandmother? You're horrible at it. Because I kept calling him. Every time he would look at his cheat sheet in his back pocket – so for people that don't know baseball, outfielders, uh, there's a scouting report for every batter, and outfielders have that in their back pocket. So they know where to position themselves with the best opportunity to make a play on a ball for every individual batter. So every time Gamble would take it out, he'd move over. And i go, Benjamin Joseph, you get back to that spot you were just in, and you challenge him. I was like just screaming at him like that. So everyone's kind of looking at me like, what the fuck's going on with this guy? And he has two dogs, and I kept bringing up his dogs, and so finally he turned around. You researched his pets? Yeah, oh yeah. And I go, I think your dogs would be pretty proud of you if you would throw uh, the baseball when you're done playing catch to this kid over here. He's got Pirates gear on. Why don't you throw it to him? He's like, I will. I relax. So it was really fun. But then on the other side of it, Hayward – for the Cubs is also a right fielder. Now, this Gamel kid, you know, he's been around the league and he's making the league minimum, right? Sure. Which is still an exorbitant amount of money. Yeah, it's by a bookshelf full of plates money. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And so Hayward comes out there and he's this big dude. He kind of has a build like LeBron James. He's a big, handsome man. And this girl behind me, this little like 19-year-old white girl goes, take your pants off. Let me see your ass. And I okay. turned around and I went chat in public because this is like the 15th time she said it. And there's kids looking at her now. And so I go, why is that OK? I go, why is it OK that you do that? If a man did that to you, all hell would break loose and the man would probably go to jail. And she Can you said, imagine a fucking dude at like a, uh, an Olympic volleyball game? Number 12, take off your spandex and show us that ass. I mean, can I imagine that? Absolutely. 100%. I can also imagine that. I can very much imagine that. <laughs> yes, I can. I know. That's lots very of likely. Like that. Yeah. But she goes, I would have no problem if he did that to me. I go, no fucking way. That's not a fair trade. This guy makes $21.5 million a year to play baseball and honestly has an ass that just don't stop in those yeah. pants. I get it. But he's not going to fucking yell that at you. No way. Because he's a 10 in this situation. You're a 4. Yeah. So now let's, let's bump you up to 10. And now you have to imagine what that 4 guy is going to look like. And you still want him doing that shit to you? No chance. This is why you make a dollar less an hour because... 
I'm telling you, we get in trouble for all the shit you get to do. It's a fucking service fee. And I know no one's going to like that, but I also don't care. It's absolutely right. We make more money because we get fucking yelled at for everything and you guys get to do it without consequence. And it drives me insane. People aren't going to like this either. You know, I think sometimes that conversation, the problem with having that converse, the double standard conversation across any divisive, you know, the problem with the conversation is people always use it wrong. They say like, well, you know, what if we had what history month? We're like, oh, jeepers, fucking creepers, <laughs> Jeff, relax. Like, they use we it. do yeah. March through January. Yeah, they use it. It gets used in a way to allow, like, to excuse your behavior. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, as opposed to just going like, what you're saying when that lady does that is you're not going, this is why it's okay for dudes to do it. It's just like, how come we have to let her do it? It's not, I don't want men to, we don't want some guy to grundle his way off a dock with an electrocuted hand and talk about a volleyball player's tits. You know, we don't. Exactly right. That's not what we're saying. What you're saying is, how come this is okay? And, And not even how, like, if this isn't. It's the comparative aspect that screws it all up. Should we teach a class? I don't know if we should, because I don't know even if I'm close to right on this, but I do think there's something to, I do think there's something to her saying that to him and thinking that's what makes it okay because she would like it if he did it to her, but he never ever would. But he never ever would. $21.5 million, that's like $35,000 in at bat. Get the fuck out of here. You know how I know he never would? Because he heard her. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's also and every funny. time he jogged out to his right field position he didn't backpedal he used his eyeballs looked forward and saw her and at any given point in time he could have either given her a signal given her a wink or sent probably the guy he has roaming around that stadium to find him hot women to go say hello to her like it's there's no yeah, th- that guy was not interested in you in any way, shape, or form. Right. Then there was a dude, probably 19, same thing, in her party, and he got mad at me and started, uh, you know, doing some body shaming on me. Oh, what did he, he say? Goes, I want to hear it. Well, he just goes, uh, you know, hey, how'd you get your gut eating nachos at baseball games? And by the way, I didn't eat anything. I just creepers, drank creepers. Mark. I was, I asked if I asked to hear what it was because I thought it might've been good. Oh no. And I, Holy I just turned around and shit. I said, I said, eventually you're going to grow into your teeth as well. Cause he had the biggest fucking mouth I'd ever seen on a person. <laughs> he looked like, remember the old, uh, the reach toothbrush ad where the sure. guy's jaw would just flip open all the way. Yeah. That's what his mouth looked like. It was so giant. <laughs> and I had just, I had had it with every single person. I'm not even done with the Chicago trip. I have one more thing. So we fly back okay. the next day. This guy, uh, I get, I'm going to tell you something. I'm very lucky sometimes when I fly. I got upgraded to first class because of uh, status, because of how much I fly. And so I there's thought a guy. Gonna say, I thought you just reminding yourself of the body shaming you were about to uh, like just spiral there and say, because of how much I weigh 
Oh, no, I, I don't have Sometimes to do that. they see me and they're like, sir, if we put you in one of those regulation seats, we're going to have to pay to fix it. So why don't you come up here and sit in one of the double wides? <laughs> they just they hand me a uh, like one of those uh, deca- uh, decontamination wipes and then <laughs> also my seatbelt extender at the same time. Like, wow, you guys upgraded me into two first class seats. That was very nice of you. You guys like me that much? Like, yes, it's because of your personality. Well, I'm not there yet, thank goodness. So there's this guy right in front of me is a dog that's being held on a woman's lap. Oh, and there cool. it's a husband and wife, and I can see the dog because I'm in imagine I'm in C and she's in D, so I can see through the the slit in the seats in front of me and I can sure. see the dog. Sure. And then across from them is this man. He's bald, pretty stocky, and he keeps going, well, who's, I'm sorry, I'm staring at you guys. Who's a precious sweetheart? Who's the most precious boy? Look at that little face. The whole flight. Oh, God, so, I'll rip my dick off and throw it in a fire. At the, <laughs> at the end of the flight, <sighs> this guy who is from somewhere in Africa, okay? Okay. African, African accent. I, I would guess Nigeria if I had to guess, but I don't want to go full white on this. So sure. he comes in and he goes, especially saying this. after Labor Day. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And he's saying this in an, a pronounced accent. He's saying, I'm so sorry, I'm late. I'm so sorry, I'm late. And he's telling everyone that as he comes to the front of the plane, as, yeah. we're, as we're exiting the plane, right? And, and, you know, you're supposed to wait until the row in front of you goes, like a fucking wedding or something. And so... He comes up, and then the guy that was being nice to the dog grabs his arm, and he goes, you think you're fucking special? You oh, think you're jeepers. fucking special? And I go, whoa, dude, calm it down. And now he's out of his seat very quickly and face-to-face with me. And he goes, what the fuck did you say? And I go, calm down. He said he was sorry. He's probably late for something. Relax. I go, you're being nicer to a dog than you are a human being. And then this guy goes, you know what I'm fucking sick of? I'm sick of uh, inconsiderate people, stupid people, and fucking liberals. I'm sick of liberals, man. And I go, did you already make this about politics? All I asked is that you don't put your hands on another human being. He's like, so fucking, and you should be ashamed of yourself, a liberal from Chicago. And I go, I'm not from Chicago, but I do know Chicago goes blue very quickly, so I don't even know what you're talking about. Also, it's not like you were wearing a fucking bumper sticker. You didn't say, you didn't go, here's who I voted for. Please don't hurt that man. You're just being a human being. Yeah, and he just was like, fucking hippie Biden voter. Kept saying all this shit. And so. Ah, yes. The very large hippie Biden contingent. (laughs) All those grass smoking, free thinking, Joe Biden loving tent livers. Yeah, I think there was another guy who likes to cross his legs and wear mittens that they might have voted for instead. But so now he's he keeps turning around and going like, uh, what are you going to do? And I just I keep giggling because I'm so tired and I'm pretty hungover. So I can't do anything but giggle. And so he gets off the plane again or he gets off the plane and now he's waiting for me. And um, he goes you want to finish this right up there? And I go, do you want to spend a three-day weekend in jail? I mean, it's a federal offense to fight in an airport. Is that what you really want to do? I go, is that that your thing? You're a tough guy. You just ask people to fight all the time. 
And then he goes to the guy who's waiting for his pink tagged bag. And he's, this guy's towers above this little dude that came through, you know, and he goes, he goes, I'm just fucking sick of him. He starts pointing in his face. So I, I shimmy in between the the two people. So this is a I new, go, wait, this is a new person that he's pissed at n- now. Nope, nope. This is the same guy that came through. This is the African in, dude. In, yeah, in his, in his mind too soon. Okay. And so I'm going to be very clear about something. I also don't like when people pile into the aisle and you can't even get out of your seat, but I never grab them. Yeah. I don't ever grab them. I I never believe them, but I'm not about to start a fucking physical altercation in the aisle like I have. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, oh, by the way, he's also said to me in the plane, bullshit and horseshit. He has used those two, two phrases with me. And so okay. now we're out there. I shimmy in between the two men and I go, calm it down and leave this guy alone. He's apologized to you more than five times. <clears throat> and the guy goes, let's go out there and finish this. And I'm like, not happening. And then he walks away and he goes, chicken shit. And I go, did you have some sort of shit incident at a farm? Because you have said bullshit, horseshit, and chicken shit. And now he's just standing staring at me, and I just give him a little tiny finger wave. It was – I couldn't believe he was that heated because, listen, do I want to get punched in the face? No. Do I want to go visit him when he's in jail during a three-day weekend? Yes. Yeah, I – you know, and we at times, because we had the audacity to wish people would wear masks if for no other reason to protect my very fragile health because you and I are selfish. Uh, we've been accused of being uh, little bitchy liberals who have ruined our own podcast, uh, which is the most insane thing I've ever heard. But I would say the most common, like between you and I, one of the main, is commonality a word? The show's gone yeah. on too long and now my brain is melting. Like, I think you and I, we <laughs> think a lot alike. And more importantly, if we have a conversation about something like that, it's either the two of us having the conversation or with someone in our very close inner circle. I can't remember the last time either of us interjected any sort of political or social fucking issue randomly into a conversation with someone that we didn't know so like you got to think like whether it's liberal or 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 conservative like if you're fucking carrying around that's like if your world is so distorted that your every moment of every day anytime you're triggered with any sort of anger it's the other side like what a fucking pathetic pathetic i told you i'm falling yeah. apart but what guess what he was pathetic I, in a past tense i get it what a pathetic, tiny, peckered, little chode mouth. Like, what Like what a sad fucking exists. Again, don't write me a message. Works both ways. Don't give a shit. Leave me alone. But if you're carrying that with you, and, like, it's the first thing that comes out of you when the other side hasn't brought... Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, it was tough. And I was just taken aback that someone could go, look at that precious little face, immediately to, you think you're fucking special? You think you're fucking special. It was really crazy. I just wanted Sybil to sit back down and take a couple deep breaths because I thought this poor little guy was going to get smacked. And so it takes me a while to get my seatbelt extender off. So I wasn't (laughs) up in the aisle yet. 
Well, yeah, because they, they bumped you up to first class and gave you four consecutive seats because of your side tit. So you had to <laughs> shimmy through that maze of seats to get up and try to save this guy's life. Yeah. I hope your back hurts. Don't say that. Oh, okay. I guess it doesn't go both ways, does it? And by the way, if people think we're ruining this podcast because we're bitchy liberals, we will ruin this podcast at our own pace by not being funny. All right? Yeah. That's how we will ruin it. I'm going to ruin this podcast with Southern accents and hard opinions about parents. So let me fucking ruin it how I want to ruin it. Take it back, what you said about my back. Take it back. No. Say I'm sorry. I hope your back turns out great. You know what? I'll tell you this. I'm sorry you didn't get your buffalo shrimp. That's not. I got to go. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.